Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Brendan Escott in for Bob Stoffer today as Bob watches Canada play. I'm just kidding. He's getting on the bus and he's, it's a long bus ride. I, I understand it from uh, Manhattan up to Long Island. So that is the reason for his absence. You and I are watching this scoreless game together and we are soon to be joined by uh, Sportsnet's Mark Spector here for our friends at Aquarian Renovations. Experience worth sharing. Get started today at AquarianRenovations.com. Let's go ahead and bring uh, Speck aboard. And Speck, I understand uh, you're the belated birthday boy, so I'll wish you a happy belated, what, 41st birthday? Yeah, oh yeah, 42, yeah. All right, awesome. right 42, 42 was 15 years ago, buddy. <laughs> oh, worth a laugh. You got the soccer game on? I don't act my age, so what the heck, No, eh? we know that. We've seen you. We, we know that. <laughs> do you have this Canada game on? I'm assuming you do. Yes, I do, yeah, right in front of me. A, uh, it's history. absolutely compelling, and the Canadians look fabulous. I love the way they're playing, and they missed the penalty. Who cares? Uh, they're the better team in the pitch right now. Yeah, they're pressing hard right now, yeah. and, and a great yeah. start, and I think that that's sort of a theme that neither one of the teams taking the ice tonight has been able to lay claim to at any point this season so far. This is a battle of two teams that spin their tires until somebody else lands that first shot, and then they counterpunch their way back into hockey games. So I guess something's got to give tonight between the Oilers and yeah. the Islanders, right? Well, yeah, the, I was just looking through a stats package that we get at Sportsnet before every game, and, and you know, there's a few few differences, but that's a similarity. Neither team's been strong in the first period, but the Islanders have found their game, right? The Oilers have gone since November 3rd. They haven't won two in a row or lost two in a row. It's just been win, lose, win, lose, win, lose all month. Um, the Islanders are 10-4 and four in their last 14. They found their game. So, yeah, I, you know, listen, you don't always get 60 minutes out of your team, and there's always going to be a lull. And, yes, for the Oilers, it seems like that lull comes right off the start of the game more often than not. But, you know, as long as you get a game out of your team and the team can settle into its game, and Edmonton's still searching here. There's, there's some concern with the team that can't do this two days in a row. And uh, I think the Islanders have figured out how to do it two days in a row lately. So, you know, I look at the Oilers and it's not for lack of trying recently in terms of the line shuffling, promotions, demotions. Um, It just seems like options may be getting fewer and farther between in terms of trying to find that right ignition. And I I wonder how long before we start to see some of the younger guys get uh, demoted right down into, you know, Bakersfield. You need some warm bodies up here right now and it's not helping lacking Kane and and Yamamoto, but uh, it's, it's... 
eight minutes worth of Dylan Holloway a night really more productive than somebody else once Tyler Benson's healthy, for example? Yeah, I know for sure. The I I have thought you know the, the game plan prior to this New York trip was you know first of all let's see what's going on with Yamamoto and that's a big question mark right now for sure. Uh, but it was let's send Tyler Benson down to Bakersfield and get he I think he's going to get three three four games in. And when this trip is over, I think they'll make a decision on Holloway. Uh, assuming there's no more injuries, I would absolutely expect Dylan Holloway to be uh, sent down to the HL. He's just too valuable a guy to be sitting up here playing seven, eight, nine minutes. We've been through it. Uh, he's not, you know, he's not getting better as if you can improve playing eight minutes. Brennan, Listen, here's a theory that a general manager told me just the other day, and I believe it to be true. He says, when, when I have a player that plays eight minutes, all he tries to do is be a no-event player. Because any event when you're an eight-minute player is going to be a bad event, <laughs> a negative <laughs> event, right? You're not going out there and scoring two or three, but you could give some up. So he says, I, if I've got a good young player – I can't turn him into a guy who's playing, doing his best to play no event hockey. And that's exactly where Dylan Holloway is. Every time he makes a mistake, he loses a spot in his line. Uh, this just isn't the way you treat a, a genuine grade A young prospect. Oilers know it. Ken Holland knows it. Woodcroft knows it, and it's going to change real quick. Yeah, and I think that this was something that we saw really negatively impact the bottom six toward the end of Dave Tippett's tenure where we had some players almost speaking out tongue-in-cheek against the usage of the bottom six and how hard it is to actually get into a game and find yourself factoring into a game versus just being so nervous to not make a mistake so you can stay in the lineup. So bottom line here, Marcus, yeah. tomorrow is U.S. Thanksgiving and typically that is the benchmark as we know for uh, where is your team at and what are we going to do to try and tweak some things here. Are you looking at this now thinking that a move needs to be made either forward defense both what do you what do you see in terms of an acquisition um, need right now for Edmonton well uh, you know let's yeah I can I can see right now what the acquisition need is I'm not sure you can make that acquisition right now this might not be a trade you can make a player you can acquire at this moment Right. There's, listen, there's a reason there's barely any trades ever in November and December. Sure, someone can find one in the history of hockey, but I'm here to tell you there are many. Uh, the orders need to defend better. They need a hard defender. They need Adam Larson is who they need. They need a guy that can that can take care of business in their own zone. They need to keep more pucks out of their net. They need to control the blue paint in front of their net, which they don't do on a regular basis. They need to defend better. You know, we all know they score uh, and look at the stacks right now. They're, they got the best power play in the league and they got about the fourth worst penalty kill. You know, they're way down at the bottom in goals given up and they're way up at the top in goal scored. So they got to learn how to defend and they will not win unless their defending gets a lot better than it's at right now. And that can come from forwards and defense, but ultimately I think when you talk about a team where puck movement, getting the puck out of the back end quickly was the focus and the priority in the roster construction, I, yep. th I think we're seeing a team that is simply too easy to play against where they, they actually have not prioritized that well enough. And not only is that going to catch up with you in March and April and certainly in May, but it seems like it's already sort of catching up to them in some of these encounters. 
It is. You're right. You got it, man. They're too easy to play against. They're Listen, we all know the Oilers roster. Their high-end guys are really good. And sure, you're in a little bit of a bind here because, you know, Vander Kane's a genuine top six player and he's out of your lineup. And, and Yamamoto is probably their number six top six player. But on this team, they count on top six. He's out of their lineup. So, yeah, they've got some injuries. I get that. And you got to consider that. But they are uh, – what they don't have is the depth guys underneath that can, that can sort of pick up – for when the top six, um, you know, is is being affected by injury, their their bottom six forwards are nondescript, non personality. There's no tough guys. There's not a lot of hitters. There's very little size. There's no definitive energy guy there, and their defense is light. They've got a light defense here. Uh, you know, the guys that are getting the ice time. Uh, are too easy to play against. And you have got it nailed, Brendan. This team is too easy to play against, and that's got to get fixed. So I understand the the reliance on a guy like Marcus Niemalainen. What a great asset to have in the organization. I don't think, yep. like, he's probably a year away from being somebody that you could slot in where they'd like him to be right now, or or maybe not quite that far, but certainly not to this point has he added that kind of dimension that has been so difference-making that you can say, okay, we've got this element down here. And when he is in the lineup, Mark, you're a little bit worried when the puck's on his stick. So well, it, it, they need yeah. more functionality in general. I think that, though, I'll say this to you, I think that, um, and I'm never a guy that comes on here and tells Woody uh, Woodcock how to coach, but it's my opinion that this, you know, for instance, Dylan Holloway is fast and going to be offensive one day. They got a lot of that, and they don't need to push him. He gets to learn that in the minors because the Oilers have some of what he brings to the table already, in my opinion. They don't have almost any of what Niemalainen brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Niemalainen might not be ready to be a really good NHL player, or a top NHL player, but he's ready to be an NHL player. And personally, if I'm running this team, I want some games under this guy's belt. I'm playing him every day. Because he has an element that they dearly need and sorely lack on this team. He's hard to play against. He steps up on guys. And you know what? You might have to cover him a little bit, play him with Barry, give him a guy that can help him with the puck. But I'm a huge believer in Nima Linen inside the construction of this Oilers roster that absolutely is too soft, and he is not a soft player, Brennan. I think they should be playing him every night yeah and you're right that's how he's going to learn the ropes of course and it's not like he's a new pro he's a new national hockey leaguer but he's not a new pro by any means and here's the other thing working in his favor right ryan murray isn't necessarily stealing his job is he no and you know what ryan murray is what he's supposed to be he's here to play 40 games Right, he's here to be a seventh defenseman. You know, I'm not the difference between Holloway and Niemalainen is Holloway shouldn't be developing in the National Hockey League. He needs to develop. He's barely played any pro hockey in his life, right? He needs to go to the A and develop. And oh, and um, Niemalainen has had a lot of time in the AHL. He's he's not developing in the NHL here. He just needs some NHL experience. I just saw your ooh moment as well. That is disappointing to see. Mark Spector joining us uh, for Aquarian Renovation. Uh, let's talk goaltending here. And Jack Campbell has had some time to pause and sort of reflect, and I thought that his answers yesterday were a lot more uh, succinct than they had been in past. What did you make of his uh, what is his post-broken-nose presser there and and uh, maybe a bit of a different demeanor out of Jack. He seemed more close off to me. 
Yeah, he's he's in battle mode here. I think. Yeah. I think now it's you know it's it's one thing to start the season and have a tough start and and come out and say I'm not playing very well and bury your soul a little bit and that's all right. Now he's had his ten days off and he's practiced and he's worked in his game and now he's coming back. I I think he'll start tonight. I don't have that confirmed. Uh, I don't know if Bob's been able to confirm that, but uh, there was no practice this morning. And no, no nothing up the confirmed door. there. Okay, I think he'll start tonight, but who knows what I know. Um, uh, it's quite another thing, Brandon. This is the, this now. Now we're you know we're ready to go back and play for the second time. His game has to be there now. There's not going to be another, you know, another bad 10 games and we're all going to go, oh, well, Jack can take a little break and come back for a third time. It's time here, right? It's time for him to find his game. And he had a little bit of a different demeanor yesterday. He needs to toughen up and, and sort it out here because, you know, I don't want to be standing in Jack Campbell's shoes three weeks from now if his save percentage still starts with eight. That wouldn't be a good place to be. Right. Now, I'll ask you this this way. Does, does it have to come with wins, or can we see a solid goaltending performance from him that you and I can sort of see maybe adds to the confidence if he turns aside 35, 36 shots tonight and they lose one nothing? You know, is that considered progress for this goaltender, in your opinion? Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. If you, you know, if you lose a series of 2-1 games, uh, no one ever blames a goalie on a 2-1 game. So, yes, you can do it statistically, but let's face it, you know, this is if you give your team saves, you're going to win games. Uh, I'd be I'd be flabbergasted if 6 games from now, you know, he was 1 and 5 and and his save percentage was at 9.15. That's uh, that ain't going to happen. So, uh, he just needs to stop pucks, and to be honest, if 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 he wins 5-4, it's better than losing 2-1. He just needs some wins and some success and some confidence from his teammates, you know, who are counting on this guy, right? These inside the walls of that dressing room, Brandon, there's a bunch of guys looking at Jack Campbell to, to get them, you know, to be good for them in May and June and to get them over the hump here, and he hasn't shown to be that guy yet, so... Don't think he cares so much about the pressure he feels from guys like you and me. The pressure he's feeling is from guys like, you know, it may not be spoken. I doubt it is spoken, but he knows it's there. He's feeling pressure from his teammates because he hasn't performed yet. The pressure is here to win because the group on paper is capable of doing that. So I, I think that, of course, that's going to come intrinsically. The good news is that Stuart Skinner had been playing uh, stellar, like top five save percentage in the league kind of good. And that's creeping back down to earth a little bit. And I think that what we're starting to see with Skinner and you know, the puck handling error there, this is a guy that's still developing, right? And it looked for a while like, holy smokes, he can't possibly still be developing, right? He was playing so well and now we're seeing that creep back into his game where in fact he is a 24 year old goaltender if you're playing your backup like a starter i think you're going to start to see why they're a backup more right how long did we go through that with koskinen koskinen rather yeah no that's for sure he's you know there was two moments in that game the other day obviously the puck handling error he just fanned on a puck and it ends up in his net that happens to every goalie at some point and i don't put a lot of stock in it or whatever he seemed to move on from it well it was the third goal where he came across the crease and tripped on that three-on-two goal uh he's coming across the, the the crease on the seat of his pants uh instead of in in proper goaltending position and you know that's two errors or mistakes or bad luck that happen in the same game for him and that's just part of a young goalie right he's got a 
You know, I know it's easy to say, but you can't stand on that puck and then five minutes later trip <laughs> because that was two goals in a game that those two goals meant a lot. He'll figure it out. You know, I think everyone everyone listening to this show and everyone in town is pretty happy with uh, number 74 in goal. He's not an issue. He's making the saves, and he's, he's really saved this season to an extent so far. Uh, but now we're looking at a team that's, what, 10 and 9, and their starters coming back in, and they got to get on a roll here. And I have a feeling if they're going to get on a roll, it's going to be with Campbell in between the pipes two out of every three games. One more question here for Sportsnet's Mark Spector. Just had a texture message in. Wants your thoughts on Ryan Reeves to Minnesota. Bob had talked on the show about potentially bringing in a guy like Reeves to Edmonton, maybe sort of a hired gun. Pipe dream, if you ask me. And then, and then I went back yesterday afternoon and looked at all the bad blood between him and Kane and thought, yeah, I had to take one yeah. hell of a dinner to try and iron that out. But anyway, <laughs> he's in Minnesota now. And as Bob said, there's a lot of other toughness in Minnesota too. Oh, Edmonton's not tough enough. And, you know, I think we've gone a, full, a little bit full circle with the old, you know, you can't have a big heavyweight on your last line because everyone has to play. and It's a fast game now, and we don't have a roster spot for those players. And, and I, you know, we went through that. I now am looking at a guy at the Oilers roster. They barely play their fourth line, right? If there's a team in the league that can afford to have a guy like a Ryan Reeves or whomever on their fourth line, it's the Edmonton Oilers, right? They play like seven or eight guys. You know, look at look at uh, their head coach. He goes 11-7 and seven as often as he doesn't. So absolutely the Edmonton Oilers could use a player like Ryan Reeves. They've got room for him. He's not going to take anyone's job on this roster right now where I say, oh, man, that guy deserves to play. they got a bunch of dead weight down there and guys with no discernible personality. So, yes. You know, if not going to be Ryan Reeves, okay, find the next guy, Ken Holland. This team needs a little bit of punch in it and needs some bottom six with some edge. And uh, that's that, to me, is a major issue on this team that's got to start getting solved. Well, I hope they've got eyes on Scott Mayfield and Ross Johnson tonight. A couple options that are maybe even cheaper than Ryan Reeves in that sense. Speck, are you in Manhattan right now? I am in Manhattan right now. I'm going to take a train over to the game at like 5 o'clock. Okay, well, I'm going to let you uh, watch the rest of this football game, which has just gone to halftime, okay? appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> Thanks, Speck. That's Mark Spector from Sportsnet. Find his work on sportsnet.ca, of course. Uh, i remind you, if you're looking for the perfect holiday gift, join Oilers now in Vegas this January. See the Oilers play their Pacific Division rivals, the Vegas Golden Knights. New West Travel Hockey Package includes airfare, three nights at the five-star Cosmopolitan Hotel right there on the Strip, great game tickets, and a welcome reception with Bob and some hmm, pretty special guests. I hear for the Oilers now Vegas hockey package call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com I can give you a spoiler alert because the game's gone to half it was a nice long ball and the Red Devils have taken the lead Belgium up one nothing on Canada second half comeback in the cards and possibly Canada looked unbelievable from what I saw and just got denied on that penalty so we'll see what the second half has in store we've got more we've got a whole second half of this show but I'll be back right after this break 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Let's go right to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialists. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. 15 games in the league tonight. It's only two teams not playing. Yeah, that, that math is right. Uh, that's because it's U.S. Thanksgiving tomorrow, or as we call it here, Thanksgiving. New Jersey can set their franchise record with 14 straight wins if they beat Toronto tonight. They're at home. Calgary visiting Pittsburgh. Montreal is in Columbus. Minnesota entertains Winnipeg. Vancouver meeting Colorado and Denver. And then the Senators continue a Western road trip in Vegas. Oilers and Islanders live from UBS arena tonight on long island 5 30 puck drop on 6 30 chad reed wilkins has the face-off show at four o'clock you've been hearing about this ryan reeves trade it was for kind of pennies on the dollar although the 34 year old maybe 35 now he uh, he makes 1.34 million on the cap all of that now headed to minnesota in exchange for a 2025 fifth round pick not much there. Carolina extending goaltender Piotr Kochetkov. Four years, $8 million contract, $2 million AAV there for the 23-year-old Russian. He was the team's second-round pick in 2019, 36th overall. Bakersfield edged Henderson 3-2 on the strength of two goals in 15 seconds last night. Michael Kesselring timed the game with his seventh goal of the season at 10:37 of the third, and then Xavier Borgo needing just 15 seconds thereafter to beat Laurent Brossois for the winner. Uh, they are 8-6-1 on the year. The Condors are six-game uh, homestand concludes on Saturday against San Jose. The Oil Kings looking for three wins in a row. They're on the road tonight in Medicine Hat. And the U of A Golden Bears, a weekend home-and-home home series against the Calgary Dinos. It begins Friday in the south of our province, Saturday night. They return to the Clare Drake. Let's sneak in our, uh, our injury report as well for our friends at James H. Brown. All season long, it's brought to you by James H. Brown. Injury lawyers, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Nothing doing on the Islanders' side of things. They've been very fortuitous in uh, in that side. We'll, we'll confirm that with Kevin Kurz coming up after this news break, but uh, I cannot find any injury details. Evander Kane, as we know, a couple months out here, three to four months by the sounds of it, recovering from this forearm surgery. And Kyler Yamamoto, you heard Bob say it doesn't even look like is in the eastern part of the U.S. He is recovering from an upper body injury. Jay Woodcroft said post-game on the weekend after Vegas's uh, the win in Vegas, he said that if Yamamoto felt healthy enough, he might join them at some point on this road trip. They're at the halfway point tonight. Again, it's a, a 5.30 puck drop at uh, UBS Arena. Uh, Eric has texted in 780-496-0063. 
It's honestly hard to watch this team play right now. The defense looking very weak. Never been a nurse hater, but man, he does need to get his game together. He is not the only one on that Oilers back end, that's for sure. Much more discussion of uh, Oilers and everything else. David Staples will uh, will break down that kind of thing at 135. We'll go Islanders talk after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.